1: Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Petri Pananen of Pananen Group, a group of three subsidiary companies focused on transportation, digital services, and hunting, adventure, and rafting. Hey, Petri, welcome to the show. Hey, Bunny, How are you? Good. So good. Thank you for joining us. So can you expand a bit more on, on the introduction? Let us know, you know, who you are, where you are with your business today, and the kind of people that you love to work with. So Petri Penonen,
2: almost 40 years old entrepreneur from Finland, La Peranta. Um, I mainly work with right now with the government and also uh, we provide di- digital services for um, uh, various companies, uh different kind of projects what comes to the like drone services. And we have also international clients with trading and um it's in, it's a little bit smaller companies locally in our regional.
1: That's pretty much it. Nice. Super. So how how did you get into this business? How did you how do you break in here? Uh, I I have to
2: give all the credits to my dad. Actually, my, my background is from a uh, family entrepreneurship. So um uh, I think I can say I was given nine, ten years old when I started to work with my dad company for rafting hunting these kind of trips and uh, mm-hmm. uh, just spent my youngerhood with that. It was made basically school was my hobby and uh-huh. You know i was working all the time then i did go a little bit of government section working over there and then i came back for being a being an entrepreneur and uh, started doing stuff that, like, ah, I, nice. I get, no i want to get my own company and uh, so i started cracking from
1: there Nice. No, i say so it was in your blood it was from yeah the, the very first stage of your life that you were you were born into being an entrepreneur being business focused and uh and then you, you went for it. So what was your first step? What was it? Um, actually, I was thinking it was 2011.
2: Uh, I was in the position where in the middle of my life in that time, like, you know, I want to do something different. And uh, mm-hmm. there was a, a spot opening for a franchise for a transportation. And uh, I was like, should I try it? I said, okay, let's let's give it a try. And it just it just started to work really well, and I was like, okay, I can expand this a little bit. I, I want to do this. I want to get more people in, more cars, more clients. Mm. And I was like, yeah, this is this is going to be this is going to be my rest of my life. So just go for it. And uh,
1: here we are, ten years after my own company. <laughs> So was it more just a gentle progress that, yep, here's the next step, here's what I want, here's the next step, or was it a planned approach that you knew exactly where you were going from day one? It was a process. Um, I would say the biggest process for
2: me was 2016, actually, when I did move to Vermont. Uh, we did live uh, four years, almost four years in the U- USA and uh, um, doing business over there and learning of course learning english and learning different kind of how how usa is working mm. and, and getting back from there that was basically the the biggest kick 220 getting back in finland and being like i see world so differently uh, it, it just opened up my, my, my eyes totally how so tell me more about that what was different Um. Well, I'm from really, really small town from Finland, like you know, 17,000 people. And uh, when when you have the experience of walking in NYC and and seeing how how New York is working, how Boston is working, uh-huh. you're like, okay, and everything is about the traffic, moving people, and how- energy. So much going on, right? Yeah. And, you know, in Finland, we we don't have that. Everything is slow. Everything is calm. And then you hit those big cities and everything is just drive, drive, drive. And it's just you understand there's so many opportunities. But you have to able to think a little bit bigger and you have to Mm -hmm. be able to understand how to do it.
1: Nice. So this experience that you had coming to the States, um, seeing the different lifestyles, seeing the different energy and and being able to identify the opportunities that you have, this has enabled you to be able to build the businesses that you, that you have today. Yes. Uh,
2: I would say everything. Well, many things come from there. To able to understand and able. I was, yeah, I would just say blessed that I did have the opportunity to even spend those years over there and learn. Mm. I did. Nice. I so did learn we, so many things.
1: I want to hear about that contrast because it must be so different to go from yeah, a sleepy town in Finland to, hey, here's New York. There's a lot going on here. And so, how did, because we talk on this show about you know, entrepreneurs and how they first started, the challenges they faced along the way. Um, your story is a little bit different. So, how did, how are you able to? to manage and cope and what challenges did you face as you made that shift from you know small to to lots of big energy places in the states how was it for you
2: um of course the biggest change at that time was um uh, we did settle first in vermont and um of course going through all the hassle of paperwork getting in there uh, uh-huh. and um, i'm going to do an example of how my english was at that time I, I basically speak like this at, at that point. So my English was like this. So even having the conversation over there, was like, you know, I, I, when I was doing a phone call, I was like, hey, this is Peter. I'm from Finland. Excuse me, I have a broken English. And people were like, okay, that's okay. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> and, and just giving their self-confidence of, you know, how to present yourself and mm. able to communicate.
1: So you were able to, so the biggest barrier you had was a language barrier, um, and you were able to to start to navigate through that with just being completely honest and open from the start and be like, hey, this is me. So can we just move on and, and have a conversation? That was the only way, because you, that was the only way, because when I told them who I am, where I was from, they were
2: like, okay, no, you know, okay, he is honest. And I we have to be a little bit more specific what he needs are, what is the demand. And... The opening up the conversation channel it was you know uh neutral common and it did help a lot and it did give the uh i don't what would be the right word of using um it gives the
1: trust for doing business to business yeah i think you've nailed that there because there's a, there's a beautiful lesson within that, that I'm, I'm starting to see from your story that if we can if you know, those times that we are more honest and open and just like cut the bs just hold back because rather than just try and overcompensate for it try and do something like hey here's what happened here's who i am here's this if we can be m- more vulnerable with this and share more you nailed it you get more trust you have more communication you have more understanding there's no assumptions and you're able to fulfill your criteria what you want a little bit more with that understanding i think it's beautiful i guess so many people and i for this category years ago too scared to do something so like ah let's not do it and you just showed a perfect example there of like how you can just do it anyway with some good communication so awesome
2: communication and uh and uh, i have to say that the people that were surrounded by us over there they did uh they were a huge huge help and uh I have to give all the credentials for them, because without them, it would have been a more tougher journey journey for us so it's mm. a huge huge thank you for all the people in Vermont Eastburg that did help us and Fantastic. For-
1: love that so then let's let's go let's fast forward a little bit, so now you have a subsidiary you have three different areas of your company. So tell me more about that how that came about because they are so different right
2: Yeah well uh, we all know about covid covid 19 unfortunately No idea what you mean It it caused a little bit of um small small issues Yeah uh, and um I would say the bigger the bigger Things and the problems that we were even facing in in the transportation business was that, uh, um, of course, it did affect affect on us and mm-hmm. uh, all the logistics, everything what was going on over here. Um, it was more like a normal shifting of bigger that, like you know, hey, I can see the market over there uh, because. As I I mentioned, my client is a government for transportation. Like Mm -hmm. we do have um, credentials. It's okay. So getting in there and be like, hey, we can help you. We have a connection network for China for getting products, helping hospitals to get products. And, you know, um, just a little bit traveling abroad in Europe, even if it it was COVID time, going still above, and meeting people, because that was the only way that I think you can build up a relationship is just, you know, go and say hello, even things are what they are. Yeah. Starting starting from there, building up a new network, um, meeting new people, good people, hanging out with them, trying to, I think the funniest thing and the most uh, challenging thing was that, you know, we did find so many, can I say, look-likes that were like, you know, hey, okay, we have to understand that, you know, we have to keep working. We have to keep grinding and opening up these new channels. And you, we did find those people. Those people were all doing the thing. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the Germany, there were like a few guys that, you know, hey, what's up? And we were in the same business. And that's the way we did do our new channels. And they are still working so
1: nice so that was that is that partnerships relationships um taking other people on board um is that how you started to build and everyone then was able to scale and grow um, alongside you
2: yeah and uh,
1: alongside
2: with them especially you know supporting them and uh, supporting bigger companies and if they and when they did have needs
1: nice awesome um let's talk about your your role in the business now so obviously you've been building these businesses and over a number of years what's your role like now how has that changed over the last couple of years
2: um I would say the biggest thing is that um now there is more that now there is more struggling Uh, the first First rounds of expanding transportation was uh, getting the system and setup done, hiring uh, certain type of people doing exactly. Mm. Now, what we are doing is we have to have more professionals, more mm-hmm. or, um, different kind of persons that comes for, you know, sales, customer service. Yeah. Uh, Can can I say more? The you know bigger company stuff that Mm -hmm. is a little bit scary. That okay, when is the right time to hire? Who uh, teaching training all the softwares tools and I'm learning at the same time. I'm doing the same learning and also trying to teach them. Yeah, that's that's the I would say the biggest thing what has you know
1: changed. I love that. I'm, I'm I'm laughing over here. I'm sure everyone at home is laughing as well because it's as companies grow and scale, we face the same challenges. When to hire? Who to hire? What's the first thing? What would you do? There's so many options, and it can be. I guess it can be so overwhelming to know exactly, exactly what to do when. Um, did you find that, or are you still finding that every day? Uh, unfortunately, every
2: day because, um, of course, COVID has um, it's mellowed down. But uh, still uh, where we have people working like in uh, Poland, my partner, uh, Helsinki, our main capital Helsinki, our main capital here, La, Imatra, S- uh, Cyprus, then we have a team in Pakistan. So we are still struggling, of course, all the tools. Mm. Uh, our clients are using this and that, and we are just, you know, okay, we need to learn this and okay, the project is over there. And we're like, okay, give us like a few weeks. Okay. You need to learn this. Stop this. Okay. Let's learn this. So it's a little bit
1: ongoing chains, ongoing learning all the time. Mm. Do you find that are you led by your, the regions? Are you led by your clients? What's, um, or there's obviously, I'm sure you have your best practices that may, may not be applicable elsewhere that you have to shift your your slight way of working um, how do you navigate through that honestly badly badly at something
2: <laughs> I, I i have to raise my hand up but you know b- being honest badly sometimes because uh client what clients are demanding and uh what we can provide there are things that they uh, Is it communication gap or understanding but you know it's a constant conversation about how how we are going to be working what needs to be done Mm. and especially uh, with different um, sections and groups if if there is a message that doesn't come through and if there is a five days then somebody is missing already and then the circles that okay you know you didn't do that and that's a little Mm. bit that's a tough one but what I have heard, what
1: I have been hearing, that's, we are not the only one. Yeah. That things happen. (laughs) I guess, yeah. With, with communication, with expectations, with assumptions, all these things are, these, yeah, the areas can fall down. And if whatever industry you're in, if your clients are demanding a different process, if your clients are demanding you use a different system or what have you, um, you probably have your set way of working. So to, have that sort of maybe the lack of boundaries or the the eagerness to, yes, we could, of course we can help you in that way. That removes the the boundaries for you and starts to set up some unrealistic or it sets up for maybe some miscommunications later on, right? Miscommunication,
2: and especially what I have learned is uh, when working with uh, different cultures, uh, and in, in in my role right now, I don't see myself, well, I am a CEO, but I don't see myself as a CEO, CEO, I see myself as an HR more. And the understanding of cultural working habits and uh, how to mix those together mm. and even if you have worked with people like two and a half years, there might be something like I was talking with my friend in Pakistan, Amar, last night and uh, uh, he did tell me some private stuff and like, you know, it's blow my mind and, you know, we it, it took us like two years to get on that level, but now yeah. we are and we can talk about our civil life and also work and understand what is behind our, you know, work face mm. and, you know, there is a human being, there is... There is stuff always, the effects. And uh, those, uh, those are the things for me that, you know, gives me the drive that, hey, I have I have
1: done something good. Hey, something. Dude, that's fantastic. Because what you just said there, to realize that there's a human behind, Ah, oh, it's so easy to get lost in um, arguments or accusations or challenges or dramas and not realize on the other end of the situation is a, a human who's going through stuff who's um, maybe come with maybe had a bad day, maybe again, I just had different cultures coming through. So to be able to break down those boundaries and get to know people understand, hey, whatever's going happening, there's someone else it's a human being with emotions and thoughts and feelings, all these things um beautifully put, I love that.
2: Everything starts from humans and people, and and uh, I, for me, that has been the, I would say the best learning curve. Mm. And uh, it's every every time basically it does affect on me that uh, when I have a chance to, see, well, give it give us like you know a moment like this to think other people that you know that i have been doing working before is yeah. that, you know, i can honestly say i have to thank so many people that they have been even giving me the opportunity and they have been uh giving me something you know yeah. small things
1: and also come on they need to thank you as well you don't understand the role that you played with building this putting people together so uh it swings it swings both ways
2: well well yeah i'm uh, I would put it to myself as an entrepreneur that uh, I I want to provide job. I think that's one of my due diligence of, you know, if there is job, hey, I, I want to provide that job to somebody who can yeah. provide money for their family and grow up and make good living also.
1: But with that, the the other side of the same coin, that comes with responsibility. How do you manage and cope with the responsibility of, of of coping for so many people for their livelihoods for their families uh, um, sometimes it's tough it, it is
2: tough uh, like in transportation we have like 20 people right now so 20 families uh, and for me it's a lot over here and uh, every year I have to go through the math and be like okay what is going on hopefully everything will go good mm. and um some yeah it can be tough especially yeah. when you know bad things happened or there is a car accident and these kind of things affects on me it's like you know I, I'm blessed that we haven't had any serious things but still you know you bond with your employees at, at the end of the day
1: they are yeah. the ones Hey, Petri, it sounds like you, you care. You absolutely care about your business, about other people, about your, not your clients, but your, your employees. Um, it's so beautiful to hear your perspective. Yes. So wh- where are you going? What's, what's 2023 going to hold for you? What, where's your area of focus right now? Um, joint
2: Venture Finland. That's the brand, that's the, I cannot say, well, I'm going to use ecosystem. It's not ecosystem, it's far, far away from that, but uh, hopefully we can build it up. Uh, Build up a network of companies, people, uh, practitioners that uh, can do something good, that are willing to help younger entrepreneurs, that they don't have to go through all the hoops and loops and being scammed or, you know, doing wrong choices, or at least, you know, trying to be like, hey, take it a few moments, think there are multiple ways to do it, and uh, just provide something good, make the real value. Yeah, I love
1: that. That's my goal. For this year. Sounds fun. again. Listen to you. Your whole story is about giving back. It's about providing value and service and helping others to continue to grow, to evolve. Um that sounds fantastic. What do you think is the what's the core challenge that you're going to face along the way? What's the one thing you're like, I I know I've got to overcome this hill. I know this barrier's in the way. <sighs>
2: Uh learning new technology is going to be yeah. one I know there's going to be like I don't know I was talking with the CTO today and he was like you know uh, this is going to be the amount of software I'm like oh gee I don't have a, I have to find some time to learn this and that's one and I have to say once again it's going to be the cultural things understand the yeah. people and communication because it's not about me it's about the team communication now
1: Mm. yeah i'm
2: just a small piece of the puzzle
1: but an important piece of the puzzle as you bring all these elements together
2: hopefully yeah and hopefully i could do it
1: (laughs) oh awesome hey petri this has been fantastic i've loved chatting with you hearing your story um hearing what you do what you try to do and thank you for being so open and vulnerable um about you know the challenges which i'm sure everyone at home been like yeah i get that i see that i feel the same way so thank you so much for sharing thank you
2: for having me and uh hopefully i didn't fully make a joke
1: of myself with my- oh dude you're awesome <laughs> shut your beautiful face you're amazing <laughs> oh, thank you. And thank hey, you for having me. If everyone at home wants to find out more about you and more about your companies, where can they find you?
2: Uh, um I would say the best way to um, see what we are doing is venture jointventurefinland.fy right now. We are putting putting things over there together and um, that's the best
1: place to, where to find us. Fantastic. Well, everyone, check that out. And again, Patrick, thank you so much for your time. This has been, it's been awesome. It's been so cool. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end.
0: Yay, you.
1: So what happens next?
0: Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode.
1: Can you please rate, review, download?
0: Subscribe. mm